right into this episode so this is college dropouts episode 13 um here with Shaq and greg boys. good man yeah i know everyone's been busy man it's been a busy few weeks man busy few weeks computing the tone <laughs> it's been a busy day I listen i always lie. sound like this, this <laughs> yeah. is just me i ain't gonna lie last podcast we're going banging on about how i ain't had covid and since the last podcast I've had COVID so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm feeling kind of like lethargic still from it it was oh. bad it was horrible it's not nice is it <laughs> nah and it's I was, fucking the flu man like it, man, like, it was not bad like you're dying it's just you're down bro, and you got bro, fever I've had it man trust I've me. had the flu this yeah. was like the flu times four no I'm not going to say times ten because you aren't that bad but this bro was I spoke to you one day you was dying and the next day you was like no, I feel better now yeah but that's how it hits you know it's like but, but nah, but then the, the 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 symptoms after still coming in, like I've, I've tested like, waves. Lap, lap flows are good now. But I mean, like it's just long. It just keep, keeps on coming and keeps on coming. The different symptoms and you just like, oh, God, I, See, I, I I can't say hand and heart that I had it, but I come down with something before this whole thing became a headline. This is like February. You're uh, one of them, are you? Uh, no, two thousand. Twenty twenty. As you said, yeah, I've had the flu before. But this was different, man. Honestly, yeah. I had a, I had a splitting headache every minute of the day. Yeah, I felt yeah. like I was having heart palpitations. Fevers. I thought I was four hours on the way out. Mm-hmm. Four hours on the way out when I brought expensive bicycles just so I could see with after experience. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, from, from my from my memory, I can't remember ever having the flu. Let's I'll put you that out the there. Flu? Can't remember ever having it, but I did have COVID. I got COVID, tested positive, and it did hit me for a day, mm. and then. Yeah, I was a bit lethargic the next day and after that. The one thing that did go was my smell. That's horrible. It's the worst part of it. That's been able to taste your food for like a week. Well, did your taste go as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I hate cheese on it. hate cheese, like, with a passion. All of it stinks nasty, yeah. (laughs) And, like, my missus was like, wow, like, yo, eat this cheese. I can't taste it. I can't smell it. You know, that brie and that. I was like, I can't smell it. Did your missus know you don't like cheese? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. She's buzzing on it. She tried to pull out the crackers next. I was like, nah. nah she's having the fish. having the nah, full cheese ball during that period. Nah, 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 this is speaking yeah, about that. Like, this, is, this is all right. <laughs> like, I get the pickled onions. <laughs> speaking about that, you um, your your taste going, mm. or your you know your uh, smell. What sense do you reckon you could live without? So sight, hearing. There's five senses, isn't it? Sight, yeah, yeah. Hearing, hearing, taste, taste and smells the same, no? Nah, that'd be sight, the same. sound, taste, touch, touch. There's another one. There's five. There's another one. Yeah, that's it. it taste, smell. smell. Yeah, yeah. Smell They're the five senses. Sight. So you'd live without your sight. That's the. No, that was a true. No, no, no. Didn't say. No, that was. Is that one of the five? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's one of the five. No, no, no. Yeah, it's. Ah, sight. That's tough, man. You need all of them. I, I could, one thing I know is not going is my sight. Yeah. That's top. I think touch as well. I think touch. Rank. Wouldn't Imagine live without touch. I wouldn't. Oh, that would be weird. Yeah. Imagine that. You never feel nothing again. You just. You just be numbness. <laughs> numb and just. <laughs> you can see everything like, oh yeah. You'd be like, yo, that looks fat. <laughs> Go to grab it and it's just nothing. Feeling <laughs> It's, it's difficult. Do you know what? It makes you appreciate, you know, the fact that you've got all of these things. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I wouldn't but, want to but, be in that situation but, where but, you. But what? This is hypothetical. What you got to choose you? one. Yeah, yeah. If you got to choose one, what's going? Smell. I mean, yeah, I'll just, I'll just smell. It's hard because it's connected to your taste as well, isn't it? Like most times when you go to it's eat something or drink a yeah. coffee, you smell it before you eat. Yeah. Like smell of coffee in the morning and things like that. It's hard, but I wouldn't like to live without any of them. But I think out of all of them, I must say I didn't miss. I, I didn't miss the dog shit. The dog the smell. shit smell. <laughs> Picking up dog shit and not smelling the baby anything. shit. Even like that chocolate starfish. <laughs> <laughs> What's the chocolate starfish? <laughs> oh, dear. I missed something. <laughs> don't, 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 don't. Let's not get into it. Let's not get it. I should have said pause or no or something then, but. But, um, yeah, so, I don't know, man. I've, I was just thinking the other day, like, if I, the senses, sights. I mean, if you had to pick out sight and sound, because I think it's fair to say that taste and smell are not really. Sight and sound. Necessary. I'm gonna say sight, you know. You'd you'd lose your sight. Taste and sound aren't No, they are necessary, but I'm t- in terms of I think I could live a f- well I'm sorry, you can live a fruitful life without any of them. Hmm. But I mean to the most I think I'm gonna have better quality. Well, them I, two if I had them two but not one of the others, it'd be a bit like ah. Oh, Taste, well, taste and smell over sight and sound. There's people out there though who smell some burning in the middle of the night and they're still alive because they had that scent that burnt they could smell. True, true. <laughs> you know, really so true. some of these things are not just about enjoyment; they're about emergency, like, you know, emergency yeah, true, situations, true, true. smelling gas, all that kind of stuff. Mm. If you didn't have that that thing, yeah, you you could be finished very fast. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think the only one I'll get rid of is probably touch, but that would be difficult. But uh, but. I've got the rest of my senses to alert me to the dangers of the world and I can still have a level of enjoyment, a level of enjoyment, I suppose. <laughs> mm. You wouldn't want to get rid of taste in food now. Come on. What's the, what would you just be... So what, hang on, I've missed something here. So what, you're grouping them now? What, you're saying taste and smell or sight and sound? I'm saying that just out of all of them. Yeah. That taste and smell, yeah. to me personally, are just the least important. So for me, they could sight, sight and sound, and I touch. Like food, obviously, I love food. So t- without this is the taste, I'm like, not really that when I, was, when, I was, when I was eating and I couldn't taste and smell nothing, I just felt like I was eating. Like what you've, nah, like what you said before. You know, you say sometimes you feel like you eat because you, you know you need. No, nah, you know you said you eat because you know you need to eat. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, what yeah, it yeah. felt like. I was just having rations. Fuel in it. Like fuel. Like I'm just, I'm just eating because I know that I should eat something. But my appetite went because when I am eating, it's like I'm getting no enjoyment from this. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's something that the government could implement then. If they <laughs> start being fat, motherfuckers. <laughs> I did lose <laughs> some weight. <laughs> no, it's true though, isn't it? So look, we talk about waste and food. Yeah. So if you could do something like genetically modified people so they didn't really enjoy food because that's all it is isn't it now look how much strain there is on the NHS all the people like what's it called conservation animal mm. being killed animal cruelty so if you just stopped humans turn that taste thing off then maybe you'd save the planet what do you mean turn the taste thing off just towards certain this foods is, this is starting to sound like equilibrium <laughs> yeah I was going to say I'll be more worried that well, if they can turn that off <laughs> if they can turn that off what else can they turn off turn <laughs> off know. your emotions <laughs> yeah, everyone's just cold 
Yeah, it'd be a difficult one. Even his smells as well. When you think about it, you know, like something can smell something, it reminds you of a, a certain time of your life. Mm. Or, you yeah, know, certain yeah, foods, yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff there. Smells, so it takes it's, it's a big part of your experience, really. Yeah. All our senses remind us about little things that happened. You know, yeah. you can, you know, as I said, smell certain foods or whatever, and you, you suddenly go back in a, go back in time a little bit. You know, I want to just do a quick out. Sorry, like I was on that. Um, but because it just popped into my head, like, what do you guys actually make of football at the minute? Like, oh. it's going a bit nuts, isn't it? The messy situation. Oh, my God. Please, can that... we talk about the messy situation? Yeah, this is what I was just thinking. Just before we get to messy, I just want to touch on Grealish. Go on. One, as you two are Villa fans, on it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Has he left the club at a pivotal time where he could have stayed and kicked them on to win, get into Europe? Has he jumped ship? Or has he done right by the club and, and uh, took them, you know, brought them back to the Premier League, done all this? Is he a legend, basically? In my view, and I'm a massive Villa fan and I'm a massive fan of Jack Grealish, but in my view, he doesn't owe us anything at this point yeah 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 we're in a better position now compared to where we were before he broke into the team because mm-hmm. Villa were going down a bad road and actually if he wanted to uh, show his disloyalty he could have done that when we went down to the lower divisions yeah, but he definitely. really stuck around and I dare say his agent was on his case oh this agent this club's coming for you this club's coming for you mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff yeah he proved himself for me that he was actually a dedicated person yeah, but at yeah. the end of the day whether you like it or not if you're an elite uh, MC, you want to be uh, you want to be with the elite producers and the elite um, other artists. If you're if you're a top professional, you want to be play you want to you want to play with the best. You want to play with the best. You want to play with the best and you want to play against the best. And also, I have to factor in the Guardiola factor as well because mm-hmm. he ain't no regular manager. <laughs> and when you got the ch- it's not just about Manchester City. He's got the chance to go and play on the Guardiola. And he's only 25 years old. Honest to goodness, I think he could go to a, a complete another level mm. under I, that tutelage. I agree with everything you said. But something... And I, I think he has made the best move for the mm. club, for himself, for everybody involved. I think he's done the best thing. I mean, he could have gone last season. He could have mm. gone the season before for less and less and less mm. and less. But he signed a new contract. Um keeping him at the club mm-hmm. obviously past when his contract would have run out mm-hmm. and obviously that means that the club that comes in for him has to offer more money because he's got a longer contract to fulfill yeah yeah, yeah? yeah, yeah. he's got to buy out as well so I think I think he knew he was going Absolutely. from two three seasons ago but he, he did stick it out for us and he, and he stuck it out probably for that 100 million transfer or whatever the transfer he's is he's got 100 million pound in Villa's coffers exactly because he's a Villa fan he's a Villa fan and I get that, but as a player, I disagree that he should have gone to Man City. I think oh, I, I think I think for, for his development and for his best interest, he should have stayed at Villa. Apart Why? from disregard, that that's, that's disregarding the trophies, right? I know it's what Not people say that's what football is about: the trophies and playing with elite players and training, the man management. Of Guardiola, you yeah, can't. But, I have this argument with the day because I said he's the. I personally think he's the best manager. Like that's it. I said probably ever. 
And um, the person said to me, he went, nah, he stunts loads of players. I said, who? I said, you can't name a player that has great, played not, under Guardiola. He's not great with youth, youth, youth players, is he? For, but for, no, for, play, for, no for player's him. got worse under him. Is hmm? it? Can you name a player that's got worse under him? I've, I can name players that haven't got in the team, uh, but they've not been stunted like Sano. Sano was a great player. He wasn't worse. He wasn't bad at Man City. He just didn't fit into his plans, so he just got yeah. sidelined and sold straight away. Do you know yeah. what I mean? That's what I think. I don't feel like like when players go to Man U, I worry for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, seriously, I feel like if you're at Man U, you know, if you're on the bench or you're not, I worry about your progression. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to Man City, all their players, if you look at their bench, their bench. But he's still, he's still going to be... He's going to okay. be better. If he's, if he's, if he's a great, the great player that we know he is, mm-hmm. he's going to break into that team. He's going to stay in the team. But because you've got so much selection, you've got so much... Well, I suppose they've got more games to play, so they have to mm. have more selection and more depth yeah. to rotate the squad. I just think that he's a bit. He's gonna be. He's. I would. Me personally would rather be a a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. But why if you can be the big fish in the big pond? This is this is. The, but that's the point, ain't Where you can say, all right. And okay. then you've got end, at the end of your career, you sat there with all the what ifs. Yeah, no medals, but it's no not, but trophies. Had, but, yeah, all right. So if you put it like that, he'll never win. He probably wouldn't have achieved what he wants to achieve from the game at Villa in in because he's what twenty six now. So you say he's got ten years left to play. Nah, I don't think Jack Grealish has got ten years at the top level. Well, not at the top level to to play football. Yeah, but you know yeah, what I'm saying yeah, in yeah, ten yeah. years, Could if he stayed at Villa, thirty five. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I think his style of play it's too wary. Yeah, he gets battered. Does that mean like he takes a lot of hits? His yeah, legs yeah. dragging through games. Literally, I just feel like when you're taking that much punishment for so long, mm. your lifespan's. Oh, right, so let's say he had eight I years. Mean, eight years left. Eight years left at a high level. I mean, he could he, he could have took Villa to those heights. What Dean Smith was saying, I think I think it was a Dean Smith comment. He was saying Villa's ambition. Or Villa's, Villa's, Villa's uh, uh, standing at the minute are 18 months behind Grealish's ambition. So they're saying in 18 months' time, Villa are going to be... They're not going to be challenging for the title in they're 18 gonna be, months' no, time. No, but he wants to play in the Champions League. And da, 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 da. Yeah, but you want to win titles. You don't want to just play. And Villa getting the Champions League... I don't think League, he actually said that, though. Really he didn't say he was going gonna, to win titles and stuff. He, he said he, he wants to play, to play in the Champions League. League. And he wants to... I can't remember what else he said. Mm. But I'm thinking like you could, you could have got there. But to me, it, it reminds me of when, so Ashley Young was killing it at the Villa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Star player, left and went to United. It was bordering that United team for he, years. He, not, he not for a while though. Not for a while. For a bit he was because he went from being like a attacking like a yeah, winger yeah, yeah, in it back. and gradually faded left back into back, like yeah. a wing back and then <laughs> into and obscurity. Then, into obscurity. <laughs> but then exploded again. Went to Inter Milan and he's. I don't yeah, know about yeah. exploded again. He went okay, to Inter Milan towards the towards the end of. But his he did career. a job, and he's still and he won a title at Inter. To be fair, it, 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 and he was involved. He was fully involved for his but, age as well to play that many games. But he oh, could have been. Like. He could have been instrumental in keeping Villa in the Premier League back then. Keeping Villa like because because he was there when Martin O'Neill was there, and only was finishing like fourth, fifth, whatever, mm-hmm. and like. He could have been a star player and, and, and secured his place in England squad. But when he went to United, he, didn't, he wasn't secured in England squad then because he wasn't getting enough games, I don't think. 
There was a point when he was playing regular. If if Gareth Southgate was in charge back then, Mm. I reckon he probably would have had more of a chance. Because mm. Gareth Southgate, I think, is a, is is a bit different. If I talk about the World Cup, if we can ask this question, like, what did you think of Grealish's performances during the World Cup? The Euro, um, the Euro, sorry, World Cup. I'm getting, yeah, yeah, getting ahead of yourself. Yeah, well, I'm ahead of myself. It's there. difficult because I think because the reason why I'm asking this question. I think, I think, I think Southgate is trying to blood him in, and it like rather than just go boom, you're a sick player, jump in the sky, do what you do. He's trying to bloody him in slowly. I don't, need, I don't think it's just that as well. I think it was just tactical, tactically. Southgate set up to I think he set up to beat teams 1-0 mm-hmm. I think that's exactly what he wanted to do when he so, was on the pitch what was when he came off the bench he played well he played well mm-hmm. he played would well. you agree with that talismanic as always yeah he played bullish he played well mm-hmm. like he did play well he was, he was um, involved in most of the goals I think yeah. Yeah. on the bench you know drawing fouls so yeah he played well from what I remember yeah for me for me for the, the key thing is about how he adapts to, you know, he's not walking into that team the same way that he's walking in the villa. He knew when he when he woke up in the morning at the villa that he's playing that game that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. knew, he knew, but now he's going to be in a situation where he's, he's going to be fight. coming off the bench yeah. and he's going to be coming off the, uh, and coming on for the last 10, 15 minutes, yeah. you know, 30 minutes or whatever it is, that for kind England, of thing. So it's not, that's not going to happen no, for Man City. City. Yeah, for Man City. Nah, Do you won't... think he's going to walk straight into the team in Man City? I think he won't walk in, but I think in the next three, four games he'll blood his position and I feel like if I don't know who Man City are going to sign as a striker we'll see if Harry Kane comes but I definitely think that Man City have just paid £100 million for a player he ain't sitting on the bench for no one you've just bought the highest paid player you've got Sterling yeah you can play Grealish more central you can play him on the right you can play Foden on the right. You know, they, they've got options, and they really, to do whatever they want to do. Mm. But he ain't sitting on the bench. He ain't paying 100 million for him. I spoke to him. Saying man, that, Man United paid, what, 89 million? Was it 89? For Pogba. For Pogba, which isn't a lot less. Exactly. When we said, oh, on the bench. Wasn't he the record transfer at the time? Foreign player, I think. Yeah. Who's any player? Who's... Or Premier League player, must yeah, be Premier, Premier League player, isn't it? Because Grealish is now, but before that, I'm and sure. And Lukaku's just signed for 90. Is he going to Chelsea? Three or something, something like that. I thought he was meant to be done deal. Do, uh, go on. Sorry, I was going to say, the money in football, absolutely ridiculous. Players worth that much. They need, like, wage caps. What have Barcelona So this brings me on to the other point. Obviously, Messi, it goes without saying, we don't need to wax too lyrical about what yeah, this guy's yeah, yeah. about. But Barcelona's current financial situation, is it the fact that it's him that's actually contributed towards the situation that they're in? Because they've had to, to keep someone like him, they have to pay him top whack, but that's even, even, at the, even at the risk of bringing down that whole ship, but, but the good ship Barcelona. That's, that's their fault. They abandoned their principles yeah, because no, they were that no, scared to lose him. There's yeah, like no a mess of tracks there. Yeah, no player they, should be bigger than the club. Anyway. They were that scared to lose him. And you know what it is as well? There was like some mad thing in the league because, because so many people will buy season tickets and sales for other teams. Mm-hmm. Like, because they want to go and watch Messi play. Of course. Things like that. There's like some mad tax or something it's weird but it's their fault they spent too much money look how much they spent on um, Griezmann and was it Dembele yeah Dembele that's like 170 180 mil 
You serious? Yeah. So them two players are worth more than the whole Bayern Munich starting eleven. That's insane. Hundred eighty mil. Hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah, together, like together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. But then look at look at the wages. So Griezmann gets paid seven hundred over seven hundred k a week. Jeez. So Messi's on a million. But the thing is, Messi's worth it. You can't argue that. But is it no, worth it? No, if, no, 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 but is it worth it if it means that your club can't, is, no, no, you, no. It's not his fault. If I was him, I'd be like, nah, man, that's what you're paying me. That's my wife. Like, I could no. go somewhere and get paid that. In my personal opinion, I can understand why Real Madrid and a few other teams, Real Madrid and Barcelona, were pushing for the Super League. Of course. Because their financial situation and is dire beyond belief. Because it seems like what's happened is they've always had the banks in there. Oh, they've always, had, they've always had the banks behind them. Yes. And then the banks have suddenly turned around and said, we want our money back now. <laughs> We, got, we we don't care about the the nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. We, you know, if someone owes you seven hundred, is it over a billion or something? Isn't it it's something ridiculous? I can't remember what the figure is, mm-hmm. but it's, it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's good. Well, and also for the league as well now. Like, what is the attraction of the Spanish league right now? Well, what? they've got good. They've got bloody good players in there. They've got decent, they've but what got... I'm talking about those. Like, I'm t- if you compare it to the to the Premier League, even 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 uh, France now. Even France now yeah, France and Germany. France is the same as Spain, really. They've only got a couple one, of, couple of teams. But this is what I mean. Like, the two PSG top teams. So, Ra- like so, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. So, steroids PSG right now. Oh, yeah, we Can you imagine that? So, you got Messi, <laughs> Mbappe, Neymar, Di Maria. It's a joke. Cardi. And even the defence is solid as well. That's the worst thing about it. And I think you don't even need to have that stronger team to compete in that <laughs> league to win it. You don't need to. You, do, you, you, you say don't that, need but, to. But they never won the league last year. And they had all them players but Messi. So, mm. so last year, they had a wicked team, but they didn't win the league. I'm sure won it. Like, who won it? Who won it? Who won it? I, I thought it was like or someone or Leon. Someone, mm. Leon, I think Leon won the league. Yeah, because it was on about... Because yeah. that Depay, is it? That's why Barcelona Hang signed on, Depay. Did Pochettino get sacked? Pochettino by wasn't it wasn't Spurs po- wasn't Poch- wasn't Pochettino managing PSG he's still there I think he's still there he didn't get sacked no I'm pretty sure there was talk there. about him going back to Spurs isn't it? and yeah, because so. they didn't win the league they were gonna sack they were talking about sacking him uh-huh. but yeah like it's it, I guess they're just bolstering their squad for Champions League success that's what it is it's not about the the the, the French league. Mm. I'm not watching a lot of French football to be fair, but some good teams, some good, a lot mm. of good players come from there. Think, go on. Yeah, just as a side thing, Villa was on about trying to sign that Rafinha from PSG. Because he's know. he's fell out of favour a bit there, and mm. but he's 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 got a good uh, CV. There's something that we're missing. the money, the money, the money in 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 football is is uh, it's silly, but. But isn't that the fans' fault? Well, it's not. It's not really from? because teams like Barcelona are going under now, because obviously the fans aren't paying for that. You know, so that money that they're spending out, they haven't got it. Have yeah. An interesting the figure I heard about Barcelona's uh, wages was like, like their total revenue is like like ninety five percent of it <laughs> goes towards wages. When Messi was there, it was one hundred and ten percent. Right. Of their of their of their of their revenues will yeah, go towards yeah. wages, but this is the thing that like, this that's obviously that's an extreme example, but it's consistent about throughout football. It, it's not sustainable. No, we're no, going to see sure. more clubs, big clubs. This is Barcelona. Barcelona technically 
are on the verge of going bust. They're not talking about it like that. Mm-hmm. But, but they, they owe them billions. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, they owe, and they need to, they're at the point now where they're getting rid of people like Messi. Written, all the players? Right, all, no, all them, every, no, one, no one's safe, really. No yeah, one's yeah, safe. No. no one. No one's safe. Mate, is this... What do you do if... 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 If, if Barcelona wants to go bump you, what do you do with the new Camp? Just leave it as a relic of... <laughs> like... The past. It's half for the to go. Condos, yeah. it? Huh? Condos. Yeah. In the boxes. Like the Emirates. Yeah. Send it into flats. So the boxes flats. is apartments. <laughs> That's exactly what we're going. Politically, they're protected. That's what the big thing with Barcelona and Real Madrid is. Politically, Real Madrid Barcelona Madrid. is protected by that area of um, Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, got, I've got the Basque country in my head. I know it's not the Basque country. What's the, is it Basque? Catalonia. The Catalan. That's that's it. Catalan. The Catalan, which is a region within that area, mm-hmm. politically, that's their baby, and it's supposed to be a community club, really. But I've, as you mentioned, I think with the new leadership, that went out the window, mm-hmm. because I don't because the idea was that like everyone can vote on certain things, mm-hmm. and everyone's got a say in or how it works, and I think that's what Barcelona built their philosophy on. But from my, from my point of view, they've clearly lost their way, and they're oh, not definitely. that they're not that same team anymore. Or that they've got that same philosophy. No, nah, they haven't. Like the Johan Cruyff and it, the philosophy of Barcelona came from. That's like the best academy. Was it called uh, La Masia? Oh, yeah, yeah. So were they in tr- were they in a lot of trouble before the pandemic? Uh, mm. I don't know off the top I of my head, so. but it wouldn't surprise me I if they were. they were. I think they were. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, on I the think. brink. Always, I suppose, if you're spending one hundred ten percent of your revenue, well, exactly. You're on the brink of yeah, I think they've been on it for a while. Yeah, and I think this is Messi's problem a few years ago when it was all like he's gonna leave, he's gonna leave. Yeah, but that's what happens when you go at stupid contracts to players. Is you know, it's business at the end of the day. Some people forget bad business from Barcelona. I think Messi's an interesting one, really, because when I think about it, yeah, they're paying that big wages, but it's interesting to know the figures about how many uh, jerseys he's selling, commercial, the commercial side of yeah, things, yeah, yeah. but. Then on the on the flip side of that, I love that. Messi's taking his chunk of that anyway. It's not like it's all going to the club. Yeah. So, but the, ultimately, the money in football is it's it's a, it's a joke. What do you think of like? Because um, I noticed that this I know going, and I keep talking about Villa, but going back to Villa this mm-hmm. season before they started spending money on first team players and stuff, they spent a lot of money on youth players. A lot of millions and millions of pounds on youth players. They raided like West Brom. They raided like. Um, we raided Barcelona for that young English. Yeah. We took um. Uh, the youth man. The, the oh. old West Brom player. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah West oh, Brom to Barcelona. Yeah, he's, he's at Ipswich now. Oh, he's he's on loan. He played his first game yesterday. And he tore it up. And the Ipswich fans are talking about he's a new Pele and all this kind of stuff. Jeez. <laughs> some, <laughs> some mad plaudits, but um, what I'm saying is, so I noticed. After I saw the Villa was signing up loads of youth players for millions of pounds and building up their academy, I noticed that a lot of clubs around the country have been doing it as well recently. Like, do you think... I'll speak to my missus about this because she works in sport and she says, like, there's a kind of age limit with a kid where you can see if they can be elite before that age you can't really judge them on things like work rate and things like that which which ultimately as a footballer work rate is important is a very mm-hmm. important Definitely. aspect of the game 
So say if you if you like when Grealish was signed, there's probably he was what I don't want to get this wrong. He was what six when he signed. Yeah, I think he's about six or seven years old. But how can, he how was can, six. He's how given can, two. He's given twenty years to be. So yeah. How can you now, like with with players like Grealish, Messi aside? Because I guess like you do see these prodigies that come through, don't you? you see videos of these kids and yeah. they're like playing in their little little leagues and they're yeah, just yeah, absolutely yeah. tearing it up, and you can't deny they're a star of the future. But is there a point when you kind of have to say it's borderline like exploitation? Like I, I remember, no. I remember some years ago when Arsene Wenger signed a really young lad. He'd seen this lad and and, and he signed him for Arsenal, and I remember thinking like, you know, how young do you want to go, like? And what point do you kind of say, you know, it's getting ridiculous? I don't think it matters. If if the if the clubs run right, mm-hmm. I don't think it matters. I mm-hmm. think if your club's truly got the best interest, you know, players' mm-hmm. interest at heart, mm-hmm. then I don't think it matters. I think if your kid's, like, talented and he wants to be a footballer, as long yeah. as you're not, like, enslaving him to play football, he's always got that choice to say don't want to play I guess the difference now is as well they, they're putting them through private schools and they're putting them through good schools I mean. and it's stuff good, so. like it's yeah it's changed a lot since uh, it was Ajax was the classic example okay yeah, yeah, yeah. well Ajax was, went on a big thing getting loads of African players <laughs> like loads of them <laughs> bringing them over to Holland well, and then when they the and then basically well. just discarding them where the key difference that the key difference these days is they're still doing that they're still not not yes. not there's it's basically it's a numbers game you've got to pile them high because they know there's only a very small percentage out of that exactly. lot who are going to go and make it and if but, you there's, spend, but there's an added if, duty of care now that comes yeah. with it whereas before it was just like so see you later but yeah. now there's an added duty of care taking into into, into account mental health yeah, stuff yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, helping them for the future and you know how they deliver that message to them where in the past it was literally you're not good enough but, and they put you out in the street but, that's what happens when you go to work though isn't it like if you're not good at your job you get sucked but uh, as it, but unless as you work for the NHS because you can do what you want there. in but, a business sense as well if you're signing a player for 1 million 2 million 3 million 4 5 million because they're so young and you don't know if they're going to make it whereas if you sign a player that's kind of like in his mid 20s you're going to spend 10 times as much mm-hmm. so it's probably worth Taking the risk on them, them law of averages, isn't it? It's signing it like the youth talent, sort of coming to the end of their academy days, and then you sign them for cheap, 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 and then even if they don't break into your first team or stay in your first team, you sell them to championship clubs or you sell well, them. This to is exactly clubs. what I was just about to say. So I mean, Villa have done it for years. You have to look, look at academies because what Greg said then was spot on. So should big clubs get rid of their academies and use championship clubs? So instead of me and Man City paying all that money in training and development, why don't we just wait till to go to Leeds or yeah. whoever? I think you need team. a bit of both, though. I you think you need the academy at your club to say you're part of this club. Yeah, We're definitely. Teach you but, our but they're losing our so much money on that because, right. like you say, they've got to pay for the duty of care. They've got to pay all training. Got but if to you pay sign, that. but you only. Talent. But how many players from academies break into the first team? Lots. So you think how many? Nine teams. Villa's academy, for example, 
for example. Villas, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look how many, look how many, yeah, yeah, yeah. United, yeah, but they're, they're United. staples. But, but no, but even United, like you're getting, so in one year, let's say Marcus Rash has been at United since he was eight, like Grealish, yeah. Mm. So then there's 16 players at minimum that are that exact same thing. How much money a year is that player costing United from the age of eight to 20 mm. and then be like, you know what? Out of all them twenty players that we've just paid out about ten mil for over yeah. the last twenty years, only two of them are making it into the first team. Yeah, but that's not that a good but, then, but then when you that's sell not... one of them players, sell one of them. So how much do you think it took to nurture Greedish from six years old to to when he first to when he first came into the uh, you know got into the first team? Money wise, not, cost, not much at all. Not much at them. all. So it makes sense nah, to me that these it days, a lot. You think that it doesn't? Of course it does. So. Not nowhere near millions. I don't think. I do. From the age of six to get him to the talent he's today. It's yeah, not going to cut. It's not going to. I don't think it's going to cost a lot. Yeah, but look. All right. So you had him from six to twenty-six. Twenty years of. Paying him, paying his family, to putting him through school. Paying him, paying his... So he's yeah. been probably getting paid since the age of 60. Not 100 million worth. No. Not 100, and I'm, not, and I'm, not, and I'm not saying what? all players go for 100 million either, but even if you have an academy talent... Let's 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 face it now. If you're coming out of an academy mm-hmm. and you, you're looking good and you're getting into the first team in, at your at your home's yeah, home yeah, yeah. team... You're getting sold for like 30, 40 million. Look at it. Look at this. This canter so for this Norwich. Is, so this is they what? want 30, 40 million for him, and he's only just kind of breaking into the squad. Yeah, so that's because there's the um, they're buying Inflating against prices. his ceiling. They're buying against the ceiling. He's got a yeah, high ceiling, so exactly. they're buying against that. But what I'm saying is that when we come to academies, and I agree, like I think you need academies, but I still think it's cheaper. Like if you've got. How many players get released at the age of like 16, 18, 21? They've been getting paid since they were 16. Mm. Uh, families have probably been getting looked after since well before that. Mm. Yeah, I'm not saying Grealish is one player, but if I did that to 20 players, I've still got to spend exactly the same amount of money on 20 players. So I'm going to pay all them 20 players to have one player. But if you've got sense, so, you send them, constantly send them out on loan. But this, I but this is what I'm saying to you. So if you're a club, yeah. why not just not have a youth system? But wait, why not just have players the, that come through other teams? It nah. makes the same sense. Man United you need work a, because... You need the, base, it? Man United, I was going to say that. Man United work because they've. it's not just about getting them young. It's about putting the Manchester United philosophy in them yeah, yeah, from that. the early... Now, if you've got recruited someone from West Bromwich Albion's and, the, you know, um, uh, set up youth team or whatever and they've been there for 10 years, mm-hmm. there's a... Now you've got to get them over the line to understand this. How the, this now you've got to teach them about the Man United way where you don't need to do it with Rashford. You don't need to do it with some of the others because it's all part of what it's they do. There, yeah, Not you know, to mention the, the facilities you have at your disposal. Like if you if you got a training facility that the first team using that costs. Yeah, but you've you've paid for it and it's, it's there. For, yeah. So you may as well put as many players through it as possible. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. So they could just say, well, we don't need that. It's gonna cost us less in the long run as a business model I'm not saying I agree with it but as a business model to get rid of our academy I, I struggle with that I don't know I struggle I don't with that so. because I think if I, you've got a good academy you're going to make I struggle with that think. because every every major team has suddenly gone and put shitloads into their academies, academies. Mm. because 
it's not sustainable to keep spending a hundred million yeah, 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 every not, single year. Not, you're going to end up like Barcelona. Not. You're going to end up in Real Madrid situation. Also, you're going to end up in those situations. The game's changed. Remember when um, remember when Germany come to that World Cup and they had enough young players that they 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 kind of like yeah, what yeah, joking lowered put yeah. through the team and like he kind of took them on from really young mm-hmm. and let them get in the team, let them get the confidence. I think since that World Cup football changed, I think people looked at what they'd done there. Mm. Especially in England. I mean, around that time you started seeing all the fair play regulations coming in. All the like you know, you have to have so many English players in your squad. Yeah. You have to have so many youth players in your squad. Da, 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 da. And it started to evolve then and then um you had Southgate coming into the to the under twenty ones, went to the to full England squad and started bringing the players through. But you, I started noticing it like around the world after that. It it started people started to put faith in the in the kids in more, the kids. and and not just putting faith in them, but knowing that you can't you can't maintain a transition, team. Isn't you it? can't yeah transition exactly. You can't maintain a team with the same players until they're done, and then expect the next Change. crop to yeah. be ready to go. You've got to blood in the young players, mm-hmm. and I think that the philosophy of the game the as a whole has changed. Definitely. And I Football think it, in, in a great way, in a good way, because it was getting to the point. Remember when the Premier League looked like just bare foreign players? That's what it's like. Now. Like when Chelsea, when Chelsea come to Chelsea come to like fruition, and they start. I mean, even That's before that, went, like now, when, it's, it's worse now. Yeah. It's, it's worse now. Yeah. I think there's a lot more. I think there's a lot more like there's English a, there's, players there's, there's, getting, there's, getting, there's, a getting a chance. Getting a bet, chance. There's better quality yeah. English players. Brian Roy was a great player because. <laughs> Foreign players have come here and show them how to play. That's my take on it. You to be honest. Yeah, I do. I genuinely feel like the likes of like we say Phil Foden has benefited off the off playing with people like David Silva, yeah. Kevin De Bruyne. You know, I feel the same. Like Mason Mount, his benefits playing with like Conte, um, people in the middle of the park. Mm. They play with. That's just. So I, I think. It's I, that's, I, I don't think they've necessarily taught them loads about ability and like skills and stuff. I think it's more the stuff off the pitch because like a lot of the foreign players have got a different way of preparing for matches. Yeah. How they look after themselves. So it's a different kind of thing. This is the, that discipline I thing. Think that's well, back changed. in the day, like think about to get like I know Gaza did pretty decent with his career, but you know back then, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah drinking and that. You could finish, you could finish yeah, a game yeah, straight, point, or yeah. even go seventies, the seventies. It was typical to finish a game and go down to the pub and have a drink with the with the fans. Mm. That's that's the world. I think that's looking after yourself. But I'm talking about the actual quality of football. The quality of football has undoubtedly been raised by the foreign presence in the Premier League. Look at the greatest players to play in the Premier League. Really, when you think of players. Army. But is that the foreign players affecting the Premier League, or is it the Premier League affecting the foreign players? Because where, if the foreign players are coming from, what what leagues are they coming from? Where they're playing better football? Loads. So Armi um, was smacking up at Juve before he came here, but it's extended, and it like you had an Alcanon playing in France. You've had people like uh, Cesc Fabregas got trained by Barcelona, came mm-hmm. here, was a legend at Arsenal. Yeah, but these are so you're these talking are about. Things. You're talking about like. Nah, but I'm talking, I'm talking no, about, I'm talking as about a handful of mass. Look at all the teams in the Premier League and then tell me the star players in that team. And I bet, yeah, whatever team it is, they're the foreign players. And I genuinely feel that, like, I, it is this league as well because obviously the Premier League's different. Mm. It's the most competitive, it's the fastest, the strongest. Mm. 
So yeah, them players probably have game. been affected by they're, playing they're in the Premier League. They've their game a bit, but yeah, still yeah, bring, yeah. I get you, they bring the flair and... This is like, even think about Chelsea back in the day when like England was still playing like that hoofy football and then you had like uh, Zola and uh, don't get me wrong in England have produced Hullet, Viali and this is what like I'm them, talking man. about do you know what I mean that, that was I would say that probably like the coaches foreign coaches probably had a, mm-hmm. a massive impact yes because like again going back to my youth I remember it was just like get stuck in Get rid of it. Get it out. That was, you know, the way that a hard tackle was the way that you proved yourself in the game. But actually, obviously, Guardiola's and that they've got um, Wenger. I would say is probably one of the key ones that that came in and really changed the philosophy about how football's played in this country, and that legacy's remained. And that's why. And and now I think what's happened is. People want to come here because they want to play that type of attacking football. Mm. Whereas in t- uh, places like Italy, I'm not sure if it's changed, but at one point it was well known that the defender life out of you. So if you're an attacking defend. player, you, you say to your agent, get me across to England because I'm not, I'm only doing 50% <laughs> of what I want to do. Yeah. You know, so. It's funny, funny, it's funny how Italy like love defence. You know, like when you were a kid, <laughs> And you're like, I want to play up front. I want to play up front. I want to play. You know, like in the Italy, Italian everyone's kid. like, I want to be centre half. I want to be centre half. I want to be Maldini. That's what the kudos was. Mm. Even now, look at Benucci and Chiellini at the Euros, man. It's just like, just carrying that torch. But saying that, like, it brings it back <laughs> to the whole Messi conversation. So for me, it's like you know, every country has pretty much its own identity. Yeah. In the Premier League has got a certain identity. It's got a brand. You know what it's about. I'll say the, the French league's got one, but you know, with the likes of like Messi not being part of that league anymore, Ronaldo's not there anymore. Mm-hmm. You, well, know. you know what? New new stars will form. Yeah, that's what people are acting like. You know, it's the end of football in Spain. It's not. That's a fair point. All it takes is that one miracle players. kid because Messi was one of those miracle kids that came through. Well, they found them in South America, brought him through the ranks. It might actually allow people to shine. Yeah, that you didn't notice and make them grow and think you know what so I mean it is a bit crazy don't get me wrong PSG as well frightening next year I think I don't know man I think like Man, man City have brought Pep especially his style of football when he came that season remember, remember changed, what he started changed, doing changed, changed things people didn't know how to defend because he was pushing the, the centre halves Right out, yeah, and yeah. the wide men right Making up and the fullbacks use his feet and that. yeah, people are like right, what we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, how, yeah, how? yeah, yeah. He changed that it. changed. Everybody football. started changing up their tactics, then, didn't it? Mm. Had to. Conte was another one who came in and changed up the tactics yeah, where yeah, he was yeah, really yeah. pushing their full back, full back, mm-hmm. change, changing players, mm. not just changing changing their position, but getting them to say, do you know what I agree do with more. this? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna do well. I'll I'll do what you say. Actually, even if that your Victor Moses was a winger, I think at one point <laughs> or striker actually, I think. He was, but now he is a full bone full full back. I don't know if you, I don't know if you guys have ever played wing back before, I but let me tell you, up and down. Oh, it's horrible, man. Hey, horrible. and to do it in the Premier, to do it on the park in Sally Oak, that's one thing. <laughs> but to do it in the Premier League week in week out and getting them players to buy into that philosophy, I think that's you know managers like Conte and that they're special. They're not even I don't even call them managers. I call them psychologists. They know how. That's a good one. They know that they're not. Arsene Wenger was a psychologist. Uh, Pep Guardiola, pure psychologist. You know. This was the college dropout, sponsored by 304 clothing.co.uk. 
Tune in next time. Peace. Bye.